Teaching Mums Limited is an executive coaching company specialising in education, parenting, homeschooling and updating the professional profile of mothers across the globe. Teaching Mums was made for mums by mums. We coach, train, empower, support and resource mums to take the next best step. Family, work, life, home, business, marriage, children, relationships, health, mental, emotional wellness. What is your next best step? Visit teachingmums.com today. Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. Good morning and welcome to the Each Mum, Reach Mum, Teach Mum podcast. It is Friday. Now, it's not just any Friday, girls. It is Freedom Friday. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about the backstory for this um, new theme and then we will talk. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a real... um, injection (laughs) of hope and excitement and motivation about where teaching mums is heading and really just so humbled and thankful for all of the phenomenal support and this injection that's what I'm going to call it because it was sudden and it was quick and it was full um, of hope and creativity came to me through prayer Um, you know I've been a Christian for 19 years and God has never let me down. And um, when you pray, there is no shortage of wonderful ideas. If you're stuck on your creativity and you need a push, a boost or an injection of hope, I would encourage you to pray. And for those of you who are believers or seeking to develop a relationship of faith in God through Jesus Christ, just go to the Revitalize icon in the feed of all the previous episodes and you can find out a little bit more there on how to become a Christian and how to build your faith within the Christian community. So the Freedom Friday is a part of a whole week of different themed days. Oh My Days Monday, Tune In Tuesday, Winning Wednesday, Thunder Thursday and we've arrived peacefully on Freedom Friday. So Freedom Friday is about me using my platform to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. So today's episode is going to be about what happened in America this week. I um, wasn't sure if I'd be able to get through this episode without crying and um, I can't because what happened to George Floyd is not the beginning and it's definitely not the end and I feel it's really important that as a as a black woman, as a mum, as as a wife, as a, as a woman who will have many sons that we speak out against injustice, against black people. Now, I'm not an American citizen, but I know exactly what's happening because of the gift of social media. 
people say social media is a you know a blessing and a curse, but actually without it, we'd be so unaware of what was going on in the world. And so Freedom Friday is going to be dedicated to speaking out against injustice on all the things that I have had to deal with. And you may or may not have heard the term intersectionality. I think I said it properly, <laughs> but there's an intersection where a, um, a woman may be mistreated because of her gender. But if you are a woman and you are black, you are um, being mistreated for two things. So there's an intersection of your race and your gender. If you are a black woman and a mum, the intersection crosses at three places, your gender, your race, and your status. If you are a poor black woman, that's also a mum, the intersection crosses again at four different places. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go into detail about what these intersections are because I really want to make sure... I give credit to the lady that founded and coined the term, but today is about George Floyd, and I would like to just take a minute of silence to um, to honour his mum. Thank you so much for respecting that time. Now, the um, the Floyd family, they're not a family that I know, but let me say something to you. If it happens to one of us, then it's all of us in the same way. When a mum is disrespected on television, on social media, in public, within her family, it also happens to me. I'm incredibly passionate about my cause and about this mission. It's really important to me that... Um, teaching mums also becomes a platform for liberation for mothers, um, for, for black um, women, not only black women, because a mum is any colour, every size, every shape, every nationality. But on Freedom Friday, I have to tackle the issues that we face. And this has become even more poignant to me because I have dealt with, in 2020, in London, three racist incidents against my family and I in the past few months. And I was so shocked that I withdrew. I couldn't record. I couldn't read. I wasn't able to do anything because I couldn't believe that um, my 15-year-old daughter witnessed somebody being racist to me in a country that I was born in. And I was reminded there and then that I could be a millionaire, billionaire. I could be become the richest um, woman in the world, you know, a girl can dream. 
and people, some people will still look at the colour of my skin and decide how valuable or how intelligent or how functional or how worthy I am of their time and attention. It happens in business, it happens in the professional world, it happens within the community, and it's happening all over the world. And I will not keep silent about it. So on this Freedom Friday, you know, one minute might not make a difference to George Floyd's family. But what I will say is that, um, George Floyd, we remember you, we, um, we honour you, I'm not interested in the crime you committed. Nobody deserves to be treated that way. Nobody. Not now, not 400 years ago, not tomorrow, not ever. So moving forward, I, I really considered my, my platform and I thought, well, do I want to be a sounding board? Do I want to be angry? Do I want to be passionate? Now I'll share with you what happened. Um, my daughter and I went to a local um, hair shop. And for those of you that don't know what a hair shop is, it's basically a shop that sells hair products for um, all, ty all types of people, but primarily um, people of Afro-Caribbean descent. So black people, um, people of mixed heritage, you may, you may have one Afro-Caribbean parent and one Asian parent or one European parent and one Afro-Caribbean parent. So it just depends on your hair texture. Now, um, I think if I use the, you know, the 4A, 4C, that sort of um, grading, my hair texture is in the four range. So I think if it's very dry, it's kind of a 4C. And if it's well moisturized, it's probably 4A. Um, I've got no issues with the texture of my hair, but I do love to look after it. Um, so I do have lots of protective styles. And this is why we went to the hair shop to buy conditioner and um, moisturizer and all those things. It's a sort of a monthly thing before lockdown, obviously before lockdown. Um, and we got onto the bus and there was an older gentleman at the back of the bus. He wasn't English, but he was definitely European um, because he was speaking some English and some words in another language, which I, I, well, I wasn't able to identify. And he referred to my daughter and I as buffaloes. So my daughter said to me, oh, mum, that man just called us buffaloes. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, oh, he just said to us when we got onto the top of the bus that we're buffaloes and we stink. And I didn't hear it. And I said, oh, I said, are you sure? And she said, I'm really sure. And she was really tearful. So I said, well, let's sit down. I said, and if you hear it again, then you need to tell me. And then he said it again. And I looked at my daughter and I said to her, listen, I said, um, I'm going to get really cross and I need you to understand that this is not okay. And she said to me, well, why, why are you getting angry with me? I didn't say it. I said, no, I'm angry because I, I never wanted you to hear or see this or experience it. Now, for those of you that don't know, calling a black person a buffalo is a racial slur. It's, it's a racist insult. Okay, if it's not obvious to you, um, then it's really important that you look at that. So anything that compares another human being to an animal because of their size or their shape or their color is a racial slur. And racism is um, a very, very manipulative um, tool to dehumanize and minimize people, black people. So he said it again. And I turned around and I said to him, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. 
and he didn't say anything. And he continued. I turned back around. He continued to speak. And so I honestly, I stood up and I looked at my daughter and I thought, if I lose my temper on this 57 bus, what I'm saying to her is that it's okay to behave the way that you want because you're angry. And that's not the message I want to give out as a mum. So I went down to the bus driver and I said to her in a really, really, really clear and um, on no, you know, no uncertain terms, I said, look, I said, there's a man upstairs on the bus. He's being racist to my daughter and I, and I need you to do something about it. And the bus driver, who was um, a European woman, said to me, well, I'm really sorry. Would you like to move? And then I lost it. And I said, no, I do not want to move. It is 2020. I'm not changing my seat because somebody on the bus is being racist. He needs to be dealt with. And I said, I don't want to deal with this. You are the bus driver. And so she stopped the bus. So I was on this bus full of mostly black people. Everybody was looking at me. And I was so furious because I thought, I did not grow up in London you know, given birth to in London for someone to call me a buffalo on a bus that I paid to get on. No, I didn't. So she got up, she stopped the bus, opened the door, she stomped up the stairs and she said to me, who is it? And I said, it's the gentleman at the back. And as soon as he saw the bus driver, he shrunk into his seat and he was silent. And she said, now listen to me. If you continue to make these racist comments to my passengers, you will have to get off of the bus. Have I made myself clear? Because you don't want to deal with me today. I've got a bus full of people and I need to finish my journey. Have I made myself clear? And he said nothing. And then she went and she continued. And when I went downstairs, she said, look, she said he could have been um, a freedom pass holder. I have to honour that. He may have he may have a mental health issues. He could have been a vulnerable passenger. I also have to honour that, but I'm not prepared to put up with people talking to you and your daughter the way that they have done and I'm really sorry that happened to you on my bus and I was really grateful so I went back upstairs and sat down and of course the man was silent until he was getting off and he walked past me and he said to me oh you're a buffalo and buffalo stink and you know what I said I said speak louder I said because you're on camera and the people on the bus laughed and my daughter laughed and to me it was a small win because I'm not prepared to be arrested, okay, to lose my teaching license and my reputation because of somebody who was not born in England to tell me what category of human or animal that I belong to. Now, I tell you the truth, when I got home, I was in floods of tears, tears, because I thought, this is still happening. And this man was bold enough in public on the bus to speak to me that way. I could have been anybody. I could have been anybody. And this is what Freedom Friday is about. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to speak up about things that are uncomfortable, but they're still happening. I don't think that anybody's colour should be the deciding factor of how successful they are. I have had people refuse to work with me 
once they've said, oh, can you send, you know, send us a profile picture and your proposal, they see the proposal, they love the proposal, they see my picture, and then suddenly they're not interested in the proposal any longer. Now, I cannot prove on every occasion it was because of the colour of my skin. Of course I can't. But it feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable because when I look at their company profile, when I look at their panel of experts, not one black face. Not one woman from a B-A-M-E community. Nobody. How are you going to reflect the beauty and wonder of the diversity in this country if your entire panel are full of women that look exactly like one portion of the country? It's unfair. And I'm encouraging you today, if you are a mum, a black mum, or a mum of mixed descent, or your children are mixed descent, so maybe you are a black mum with a white or mixed spouse or a non-black spouse, and you have had to deal with the, the sting of racism, I want to say to you that you are incredible, you are invaluable in your community and I urge you to speak up and speak out and if nobody wants to employ you because of the way that you look you know maybe your skill set does not match your aesthetic I'm saying to you start something of your own now I tell you the honest truth I applied for um, 28 roles I was shortlisted for three of them one was deputy head um one was a recruitment consultant and the other one was for a department lead. I still don't know to this day what the real reason for not getting those jobs were. But what, what I was told was um, you're really overqualified for the position and we don't think there's anything we can do for you here. But if something else comes up, we still have your CV and we will be in touch. And this is why Teaching Mums was born, because I wanted to make sure that nobody felt the way that I felt walking away from an interview, having done everything right, really being pushed all the way through, and then at the last session or the last stage of interviews, not being given, given adequate feedback. I don't mind so much that I didn't get the jobs, but the feedback did not match the amount of work that I put in to apply for that role. As a um, professional, as a leader, as a, a black educated woman in 2020, I owe it to anybody that I interview, the dignity and the respect to give them the feedback, honest feedback about why I didn't give them the job. It's really, really important because if you give good feedback you are um, or receive good feedback, you can, of course, use that on another occasion. But if you cannot be given adequate feedback as to why you weren't given the role, something's wrong. Seriously, in the same way somebody ends a relationship with you and gives you no reason, they're either not doing the right thing, not going about it the right way, or they don't have a real reason and they just want to try and get out of it. Now, I've said a lot today, but before this show ends, Teaching Mums is for every mum. 
but I cannot forget my heritage. I cannot forget what I represent. I cannot forget what I um, portray when I put pictures of myself online, when I go to um, recordings or people make videos with me. Those things cannot be ignored. And I'd be wrong to pretend that my colour and my ethnicity and my gender and my status and my background have nothing to do with where I am now. I am successful and thriving in spite of all those things, but it's still something that has to be addressed. And as we stand with many families like George Floyd's family, I'm telling you now that you're free. This is Freedom Friday. Have a wonderful day. Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. Have you left a review? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love your feedback. Send your comments, quotes, requests to lulu at teachingmums.com and leave a review. By leaving a review, it means that this podcast is able to reach hundreds and hundreds of mums just like you. The aim of the Each Mum, Reach Mum, Teach Mum podcast is to enable mothers across the globe to positively and safely develop their professional profile and their role at home in such a way that those quiet moments can be enjoyed just as much as the moments where we're juggling 45 things at once. Thank you so much for listening in today. I look forward to sharing with you again. Bye-bye.